Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz, and I'm here joined with my co-host. And so? And today, uh, we're going to talk about some anime reviews, but first, we're going to hit you with some news. We had uh, Gamescom this last week. Yes, and I barely paid attention to any of it. Yeah, but... Uh, we we do have some news for you from mm-hmm. that, Sal. Take so, it away. Yeah, some of it. First thing up is Skyrim Anniversary Edition coming out to next gen. This is the 15th time Skyrim has been released, I believe. We had the Xbox One, PlayStation it's 4. It's seven times. It's not 14. Dude, bro. For each system? That doesn't count. It does count. Uh, so far, it's been released seven times. There was the original Skyrim in 2011. There was a Legendary Edition in 2013. The Special Edition in 2016, when it was finally released for the Switch in 2017. Skyrim VR for the PSVR in 2017 as well. And then Skyrim VR for the HTC Vive and Oculus Rift. And there's a distinction between the two because they actually did have to be developed differently because of the way VR works on either. So those do count as different releases. And then now we're getting the Anniversary Edition. Now, could you also count the time it was released on Alexa? And if you can count the time that they, as a gag, released it for the Smart Fridge as a release, then this is number nine. Yeah, it's been released too many damn times. Too many damn times. I can agree with you on that one. Another news, Mick Gordon wants to fix Doom Eternal's soundtrack, but its software said hell and eh. I'm glad because Mick Gordon is not a very good music composer. I like Mick Gordon. Uh, The thing that kind of soured me on the whole thing is, one, Doom Eternal's OST is still pretty good. As far as from the first Doom, I like that soundtrack almost all the way through. There are a couple that I skip, but like I like most of it, right? Listening to Doom Eternal's, it is a different sound for sure, but I still get a lot of the same thing where it's like, I like most of these. I'll skip a few, but I don't think it needs to be fixed. And the thing that kind of soured me on like Mick Gordon is is he made this whole stink about it, right? When mm-hmm. when they decided to sort of kick him off the soundtrack and get somebody else to do Doom Eternal. Yeah, the DLC. Because, you know, he was like, these bastards, they took me off of my thing, fuck them, blah, blah, blah. Made it a big woe is me kind of thing. And it turns out that what actually happened was he didn't meet the deadline and then wanted them to extend the deadline multiple times when he was contracted for a specific deadline. Yeah. And he just went overboard. He was like, I'm going to hire like a shit ton of people. We're going to do all this crazy shit that he didn't have the time to do and then decided to complain when he was told, no, that's that's mm-hmm. not within the time frame we gave you. So then, like, for me, that was just kind of like, well, it's not very professional. Exactly. I can understand you being like, I have a vision, right? But it's sort of, it reminds me of what they tell you to do in writing, right? Where it's like, write for what you can do. So if you're making a movie, you only have access to one room and you only have $300. You do not try to make a Transformers movie. You make like a quiet little indie horror or something. Yeah. If you're told to make a soundtrack and they say you have two months... You do not go and hire like six different orchestras and try to find people that are like experts, like one of the few experts in like an old kind of music that isn't played anymore. Just doing all that shit's going to take too much time, mm-hmm. which is exactly what he did. He was like, let me get let me get like 40 different fucking metal singers together to do this choir thing. And it's going to be badass. And, and it does. It sounds fucking cool. But Same he needed the, like the problem I have with it six is more months on that. I'm not paying attention to the music at all because I'm just sitting there trying to kill things. But I think the whole mentality with Doom is the whole like I remember leading up for Doom Eternal, you you, you would see so many memes of Animal Crossing and Doom and just the whole atmosphere. Yeah, the whole atmosphere of Doom 
where it's like, oh, it's so heavy metal, bro. I'm the I'm the dudest dude of them all. It just really bogs down Doom for me, where it's just like I don't want anything to do with it. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, the Doom discourse reminds me of the Dragon Ball Z one, where the people who are really into it are like, yeah, this is like a super manly, this is super yeah. badass. You get the same people who are like fucking Goku solos, this person doing the same thing with Doom Slayer, where it's yeah. like, Doom Slayer is the best. But it's like, it's not like either of those properties are bad, but at a certain point, it, it does kind of come off a little weird. Yeah. And... Where it's, where it's kind of like, like, I'm glad you're enjoying it. That's great. That's what it was made for. But like, I didn't ask. Yeah, another thing for Doom is like if you even try to be sincere and critique being like, you know what, this this level was kind of ass cheeks. Yeah. They fucking, they're like, what the fuck did you just say to me, you little bitch? Come say that not in, in on, a, on a computer screen. Say it to my face. You won't. And it's just like, bro, it's not that good. Fucking relax. About, uh, specifically about Doom Eternal, actually, um, a little bit after I played it, just going on Twitter and stuff, I, I found something that also felt similar to something else, which is to the Dark Souls fans, right? Mm. If you go online and you're like, actually, that level wasn't that, or that part of the game wasn't that good, kind of hated it. The response is always like, well, you just weren't good enough to play it, And it's like, no, yeah. no, no, I, I passed it. I finished it. It wasn't that hard. I just didn't like, the, like, I just thought it was, you know, lame. Yeah. The way that it was put together. Well, that's how I felt about Doom Eternal because both Adrian and Jacob were crying like, it's so fucking hard. And again, I have this thing that it triggers me where it's just like, well, fucking how hard is this shit? Yeah. Let me figure it. Let me see how hard. And then I go through it and it's like, that wasn't that hard. Yeah. And then the DLC came out. And then the, the first time before they patched it, that DLC was good. It was like, it was just hard enough where it's just like, God damn it. They just keep coming. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. This is, I wish the whole game was like this. And then they fixed it. And then just like, yeah, Doom Eternal is just like you they said. They fixed like, it because so many people were like, this is this too is hard. This is too hard. Mm -hmm. But like at the same time, isn't, I would argue that kind of game supposed to be hard. Yeah. I would, I wish it was hard. That's... If the, if the point is don't stop moving or you'll die. Then if I stop moving, I should die. Mm -hmm. That's how that should... I shouldn't be able to just, like, I'm going to hide around this corner. Yeah. But moving on, Cyberpunk 2077 got two expansions and a multiplayer is back on track. Yep. So just like They're you were saying soon. last week, you were playing it. I did hear that they did come out with a huge patch for the Xbox. I think it was, like, 20 gigs. That was even at the time, like, the thing that didn't make sense to me. You have, like, a group of people that you go to to, like, install your eyeballs. Mm -hmm. the, so why do I have to craft rippers. anything? Yeah, like, why? If these people exist, why am I over here trying to jam two guns together to make a different gun? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Lore-wise, you figure people like that guy would be the ones doing it, not me. Yeah, and then last week, that update gave you some bonuses. You yep. get three jackets. Yep, and like a new car. Uh, One, yeah, and one new car, and then you get alternate skins for Johnny, and he looks like a fucking lesbian. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry uh, that, if, that if offends you. It's I just think like they're the based off of uh some of the, what do they call it, the concept art form. Yeah, maybe. I know a lot of people are like, why didn't we get any alternate skins for Pamela, not Anderson, what's her name? I'm forgetting her last name. Whatever her The name. really hot one with the dreads. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are like, why didn't we get one for her or the, the other girl? Well, it makes sense for them to do it with Silverhand because they have concept art from before they ever hired Keanu Reeves to be Silverhand. There's like... If you look at some of the concept art, there's like one where he just straight up looks like a meth head. 
<laughs> and then another one where he does kind of look like a lesbian. Yeah. And then another one where he's like, you can see that like maybe they were going in in a style direction that fit Keanu Reeves before they had him on there because it's clearly on his face. Mm-hmm. But he's got the longer hair. He's got the beard. You're like, okay. I can see where they made the jump from this one to when they hired Keanu Reeves. Being like, I'm, fuck it, let's just I'm make it Keanu I'm pretty sure Reeves. Keanu Reeves was just like a... Let's get someone the internet likes so to, to blind them that our game isn't as good as it could be yet. No, I think the actual connection is Matrix. It's, yeah. it's Matrix, it's Johnny Mnemonic, and it's... Um, fuck, he did, he's done three cyberpunk movies already. Or three cyberpunk franchises. Yeah, I've, I've heard that he already. made another movie, and I was just like, what the fuck? What the hell is this? Did his, he peaked at speed. I don't know what, what more he, he needs to do. <laughs> Speed like, was it, you know, John Wick is the first, first off. The first two John Wicks are cool. The third one was ass. I am not no. looking forward to first four. and third were good. The second one was ass. No, first and second were good. The third the one was second one was like Ruby Rose where they fight in a mirror house. Did not like that one. Dude, but yeah, but he fights with um, Common? He fights Mad Dog. What that was the third one. No, that was the second one. That was the third one at the no. end when they're inside of the The glass room. With with Ronda Rosie, he kicks her ass first, and then he goes to kick Mad Dog and the other guy from the raid's ass. Wasn't Mad Dog and the other guy from the raid in the glass house from the third movie? No. Because one of them comes at him with, like, a sword or something, and they're inside, like, a room that's got, like, a bunch of windows. Is it the third movie? That's the third one. Dude, they all just blend together. They're supposed to. They take place in the same universe. Dude. The third one was... Bo- also, they take place literally one after the other. The first one... Like, the the end of the first one and the beginning of the second one, there's, like, 30 minutes between the two. And it's the same with between two and three. There's, like... I think there's, there's a little bit more time there, but, like... Dude, but... If you take second... all three movies, I'm pretty sure they happen within, like, a week. No, hell no. I think it's, like, a month or two. Or they connect, rather, within yeah. that, like, week. Because the second one definitely <clears throat> takes place over the course of, like... Yeah, the, the way days. the second one, yeah, the way the second one ends is like thirty seconds before mm-hmm. the third one starts. But the second one has the Common. Morpheus. Uh, two and three have Morpheus. Oh yeah, he's in three. Yeah, the pigeon guy. It's the pigeon, yeah, the pigeon guy, pigeon king or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. He was cool. Yeah, Morpheus was cool. He was the uh, get this man a gun. Mm-hmm. That was cool. But no, yeah, I, I think the connection to Keanu Reeves was very much the fact that, like, if you're, like, a, a person who's a fan of, like, sci-fi or uh, cyberpunk genre specifically, Keanu Reeves has probably been the most consistent actor in cyberpunk projects because he's been in at least three that I'm aware of. Two that I can name, which are fucking the Matrix trilogy and then Johnny Mnemonic. There's a third one. He plays a lot of people named Johnny. Is his name Johnny in Speed? I don't remember. But his name is John, obviously, in John Wick. His name is John in Johnny Mnemonic. And then his name is Johnny, Johnny Utah. Yeah, I was about to in say. <laughs> fucking the best Keanu Reeves movie ever mm. that he did with Patrick Swayze, no. Point Break. No. My Speed. favorite, favorite fucking movie. Speed is his peak. Number one movie that, like, my favorite ever, Point Break. The original one, Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze. Before they rebooted it and before they made it into the Fast and Furious franchise, because the first Fast and Furious movie is just point break, but with cars. Yeah, no, Speed. Speed was his highest point. After that, he was just, when he went down for a bit and then he went back up. Oh, because for a while he was just doing like art house films. Yeah, and then most people just know him as John Wick and it's like, bro, he's the guy from Speed. Yeah. With Sandra Bullock. Yes. And the guy who plays Hannibal Lecter. No. 
Yeah, he's the guy with the bomb. No, pretty sure. No, I'm like ninety percent sure. It's Hannibal. Like, he even like quotes Hannibal Lecter. He like has the mask in the background. You can see it in the movie. No. Yeah, watch the movie, dude. It's fucking Dennis Hopper, bro. No. Yes. No, it's the Hannibal guy. It is a hundred percent Dennis Hopper. No, it's the Hannibal dude. Who was an American. He was born in Kansas. The Hannibal guy's American. No, he's not. What is he? Oh, I think he's like British or something. I don't know. But uh, moving on. Stardew Valley is going to be hosting a tournament for 40K. That's the prize money. It. How do you win the Stardew Valley Stardew Valley, Valley is now an esports game. and it I play- mean, Farming Simulator 2019 is also an esports it, game. It's, so. so the way, if you are aware of Stardew Valley, or if you're not, it's just a game where if you play Harvest Moon, or if you like to play games where you're just like, here's some seeds, grow some carrots, and then yeah. over time your carrots go from really shitty carrots to badass carrots. It's Harvest Moon, but you can also, like, fight skeletons underground. Yeah, so, like, Ruin Factory. Yes. That's how Ruin Factory is. And there's fishing, there's farming. You can, if you don't want to do any of that, you can just focus on mining or however you want to play the game. It's your... Trying to bang everybody in town. Yeah, it's your your life. You decide how you want to do with it. But for the esports tournament, there, it starts... September 9th or 8th and I think anyone can can try to do it it's just like set of rules being like their challenges and some of them are really easy like name a horse boom that's one done and then there's other things where it's like whoever can get to the bottom of the skull cavern the fastest you know so there's going to be a lot of speedrunners and shit like trying to get that because 40k is a lot of money even if you yeah that's a bunch of money even if it's a team of five like everyone's still getting a good chunk of money that would be four thousand dollars a piece that's still good yeah compared to like no i'm not saying that is in that's a little bit i'm saying that's still a lot of money per person especially like when you have smash tournaments that hella people participate and it's just like not even close to 40k yeah you get like smash tournaments that have like 50 competitors and like the grand prize is like ten thousand dollars yeah so that's cool stardew valley is a game that i really enjoy i wish my girlfriend enjoyed it but she does not like pixel same so i've tried to get fernando to play it and she's just kind of like yeah another news blizzard rename overwatch character jesse mccree to something else because not a lot of people know this but they based the name off a co-worker yeah who turns out that he was really shitty i want to say that kind of rapey yes i was about to say like uh he gave off hella cosby vibes i think well i mean one of the articles said that he had a cosby suite Whenever they would go to conventions and they would rent out the hotel room, they would refer to it as the Cosby Suite. Yes. So, you know, Blizzard, in in their long track record of um, handling problems instead of actually trying to solve the, the problem at hand, is trying to distract people by going, hey, look, we did something with the character. Yeah, I don't know what name they could change it that will fit because Jesse McCree is a very cowboy name to me. Yeah. No, no, no. That's the thing is... I also feel like 99% of players didn't even know that little tidbit. I, no, I did not know and, that. And you could have just kept the name and they wouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. There's only like the small handful that are trying to get rid of Blizzard or have a hate boner, however you want to spin it. Honestly, know about it. a lot of the people that I've seen complaining about it on Twitter, it seems more like the idea is like change the name. So that way I can keep playing the game without feeling guilty. Yeah. When it's like... If you're feeling... Yeah, if you're feeling guilty, you shouldn't be playing the game in general. You shouldn't be supporting it if you don't like what they're doing. Yeah. 
But I mean, you know, Blizzard. Everyone knew that they were gonna do something stupid like that. Cause like, even what was it? Two years ago now at this point, when they they the, uh, the, the whole thing with China with with Blitzchung, when they were like, oh yeah. yeah, we're gonna immediately afterwards they were like, by the way, gay characters. Yep. These characters have been gay the whole time. We just never brought it up, and it's like yep. never hinted at. Yeah. Never hinted at. Didn't show up in anything. Yep. But it showed up in the the Overwatch comic that nobody fucking reads. Mm-hmm. There. You, now, what I will say about the Overwatch comic is they do hire some very good artists. Other than that, nobody fucking reads it. Yeah, I don't. I didn't even know they had a comic. They've had a comic the almost the entire time the game has been out. What the fuck? Yeah, nobody reads it, but they do all their lore through it. Yeah, when so. they when I found out that soldier was gay, and I was like, well, that's probably why Reaper doesn't like you, because Mexicans typically don't like gay people. There's yeah, there's a there's a an issue there with mm-hmm. the Hispanic community in general. Yeah. Very conservative overall. Yeah, I don't know why. My grandma's like, I don't like gays. And she's like, I know that's wrong, but I'm I'm old and I'm stuck in this way. And it's like, fuck it. I guess, grandma, fuck. I feel like if you can if you can acknowledge that you're stuck that way, you're not stuck that way. Yeah. That's an excuse. But also at the same time, like, if you're old, fuck it. Yeah, my grandma. Who's going to say what, you my, know? My grandma just goes to work and stays home. So it's not like she's out there, like, being like, look at all these gays. Not even that, right? But, like, eat. If you were somebody who was like, I don't even care about trying to like, I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to try to be like a quote unquote better person or anything like that. I'm 95. I'm going to be dead in two years anyway. You could mm-hmm. be the worst piece. That's your excuse to be the worst piece of shit. Because like, the fuck's anybody going to do? Kill you? It's like, God, time's yeah, but already like, doing that. But yeah, at, at that point, you're just kind of like, fuck it. Yeah. It's happening like a week early. Who cares? Yeah, I don't know, but. Blizzard, yeah. Blizzard being Blizzard. Blizzard does that all the time. They're just like, how can I distract you instead of fixing the problem? So this is their distraction. Yeah. They're going to change the fake Cowboys fake name. Yep. I don't know what they would change it to. Probably, I don't know what nothing that would fit. Probably going to be something stupid. Yeah. It's going to be like Assy McGee. I have a feeling they're just going to go with like, what's another Southern name? Yeah. What's what? It's going to be like Arthur Johnson. It's going to be something like Kurt McGraw or something where yeah. it's like. Okay, cool. Whatever. In other news, Battlefield 2042, hackers are saying that it's already fucked. They, uh, a well-known uh, website that sells you hacks have already went on Twitter boldly and was like, this game's already fucked. Yep. Our website has increased by 400% for upcom- up-and-coming hacks for <laughs> 2042. Well, yeah, because a lot of that, that uh, data was sort of leaked online months and months ago. Yeah. You knew you would assume, you know, something like that happens in the development of a game. Maybe you go back and you tweak some things so they don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's not the case. Apparently it's the same game, so Yeah. And I mean maybe they were just too far, you know, they would have had to have extend. But even at that point, just extend the date. Like yeah. just, just delay it by six months, who gives a fuck? People are still gonna buy Battlefield even if it comes out fucking April. Like, yeah, don't even worry about I that shit. I think most of our friends are excited for it, and it's just yeah. like, not me. I mean, even me, like, I'm very much with that kind of game, I'm. It, it's dependent on who else gets it. You know, like if just one of you guys gets it, I'm probably not gonna get it because, like, no, I'm, it, then it, I have to coordinate with just one person. Yeah. But if you know, like, 
fucking CJ, Adrian, Vince, like well, if Adrian everybody get it, gets yeah. it, then at that point I may as well get it because I can actually play with some people I know because even if one of them is like, sorry guys, I can't, somebody else can. Uh, yeah, so, I'm yeah. not, I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't, and I don't even think Vince is going to get it on the Xbox since he plays on the computer, so. I mean, I was probably going to get it on the computer anyway, but there's yeah. crossplay or there's yeah. supposed to be crossplay. So. Yeah, so it's just like, all right, well, Vince isn't going to get it, so I'm not going to get it. Or, like, I'm like, not going to spend money on a game that I'm only going to play three times. Because that, that's how it goes. With our, our friend group, we play, like, a handful of times, and then that that's typically as far as it goes. That was one thing I was wondering, too, because, like, when we used to play Battlefield, we'd play it all the time. But at the same time, like, that was at a point where Adrian didn't have a job. I was working from home. We had a, way more time. With mm-hmm. this battlefield, are we at a point in our lives with this battlefield where all of us are going to be like, sure, fuck it, I'll get it, and then we'll play like once or twice a month maybe? Because I mean, that I, is very likely. I feel like that's the excuse most people have when it comes to playing games with other people because it's like if you really enjoy something, you make the time. Because I enjoy playing Destiny. I enjoy playing th- these other games that are multiplayer games. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I'm playing Warframe by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm playing Chivalry by myself. I'm playing all these other games by myself. Never has been an issue for me. See, Chivalry is one of those games where, like, I can't play it by myself. Like, I, I, I've been playing that shit by myself whenever CJ and uh, Adrian have the game. And it's only now because CJ has lost to you because you go, you work with me now and you go, you don't get on. Yeah. He's been like, oh, yeah, let's play. But I have no problem looking for new friends and making new friends yeah. when it comes to multiplayer games. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I say like, yeah, I just don't know if I'm going to have the time, like fucking, I genuinely do not have much time because I have both jobs. I edit the podcast and then obviously I have my art stuff that quite frankly, I like doing more than I like playing games. Yeah. So if I'm going to make time for something, it's going to be for yeah, that ex- part. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think if we're at a point where it's just like we don't have time. It's just our friend group chooses not to. Because mm-hmm. it's. Well, like, I mean, Adrian and CJ are going to have the time. Yeah. They're going to play. Yeah. Because they play with each other like every day. Mm-hmm. I, because I, I always make time to play. Like, I go to sleep hella late. And that's because I'm playing because I work mm-hmm. throughout the day. So it's just mm-hmm. like, hey. Moving on. Halo Infinite finally got a release date, which is surprising that it's going to come out in December. I thought for sure it would come out before Black Friday, but I guess they're cashing in on the, the Christmas time. Hopefully more people got Xboxes Series X because uh, Halo also came out with a new Series X Xbox, which looks really nice that yeah. I was trying to get for my girlfriend. She was like, if you get it, you get to keep it and I get your old Series X. And she's like, no, why would I give you my used and abused one when you yeah. can have a fresh, clean one? Yeah. She's like, but you like Halo. And it's like, just give me the game. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep the rest. That makes sense. Yeah. Another new State of Decay 2 Homecoming is coming out. And if you don't know what that is, it's the newest DLC. And this DLC is bringing back the first map from the original State of Decay. Uh, the map has already been in the game if you played uh, Heartland. But Heartland was very story driven. There was not really too much to explore. There was, they added the new uh, enemy types. They had like this flesh wall that you got to kill. And then the infected feral zombies and screamers which just made feral zombies even more scary for the fact that they already move fast as fuck they hit hella hard and they can kill you really fast like they'll rip you apart kill you Mm -hmm. 
So that's cool that we get to go back to the old map without having to deal with Heartland. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a big State of Decay fan. I have not been playing it too much recently for the fact that a lot of their content updates is just new guns, new challenges, new cosmetics. So this is like the first really big DLC other than the newest one that came out like a couple like a year ago i think and the last bit of gaming news saints row reboot is coming out um i have not seen anything about it i've read some articles from what i've gathered from the articles is that not a lot of people were excited for it they had a lot more dislikes than they'd had likes but yeah i i, I, I don't know personally it kind of soured, like I kind of got soured on it when they were like, we're rebooting Saints Row and we're taking it to a new location, the American Southwest. My friends, why the fuck would you put it in the desert? Apparently. It makes sense. Apparently the article that Adrian read to Juan and Juan told me, it's not all desert, it's just a part of the map. Like, you know how Cyberpunk has the city, like the inner city, yeah. and then you have like the shitty swampy outer city, and yeah. then the it's supposed to be like that. Yeah, but that still doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe if the city was like a Vegas-style city, that would make sense. Yeah. Because, like, I could see Saints Row shit happening in Vegas. But, like, Tucson, not really, you know? Yeah, I have no Albuquerque, clue. not really. Juan also showed me a picture of the Fast and Fierce Netflix cartoon. He's like, the yeah. art style looks like this. And I was telling him about the Netflix. I tried watching that Fast and Furious TV show, and it was, it was booty, dude. It was mm -hmm. it was hardcore booty. There's a part where uh, Vin Diesel gets kidnapped and the, his nephews are like racing through town trying to catch up to the the people that stole their uncle. And he comes out unfazed. He's like, "What? You think a bunch of punks can take me out? No, it'll take an army to bring me down." It's like, "Shut the fuck up, Vin Diesel." Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. But that's it for the, the gaming portion. I don't know what else to say for Saints Row other than it's coming out. If you're a big fan, uh, hopefully it meets your expectations. And if you wanted something more to Saints Row 2, I don't think that's ever going to happen again. Yeah, I don't see that happening. It's kind of a one and done kind of thing. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like it's more likely a new franchise will pop up that has Saints Row 2 vibes. Then that Saints Row 2 will go back to that style. Yeah. But uh, moving on to some anime news. Uh, Karata Sagashi, the horror manga, is getting a live-action film from director Eiichiro Hasumi, the guy who did Assassination Classroom and Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Karata Sagashi is a horror manga. It's about a, a girl who is found in eight different parts <laughs> across the school. She's been murdered and she's been separated into eight different parts and hidden in different areas. And there's like this like this dude they call I think they call him like the red man or something. And so the students have to go by his instructions to find this girl while they're also still being stalked by him and then potentially murdered and then also separated into eight different pieces and then put around this school. So it's like you kind of... think How many kids are in there? Because you would think it would be a lot easier when you're like one of the last five because it's like, how many more places can you put a body that's unique? Because if you put one in the locker, it's like, all right, well, there, there goes the, the top locker's gone. Right, maybe he can put a leg in like the bottom locker, but it's just like... If you're trying to be unique, it's like... Your solution is to just throw children at this guy until there's no more room. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, you can't put anywhere original now. You you put one body part in the vent. That's the whole vent and the ventilation system. You can't put two. That's cheating. <laughs> Fucking thinks I'm somewhere else. No, uh, the whole deal is that he goes after people when they're alone. 
So these are these are kids who are not like this is not like peak school hours. Damn. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of asking for it then because we, we work out of school. And if it's like four and I see kids, I'm like, you need to get the fuck. You can't be here or you don't need to leave. You just can't be here. Yeah. Reborn as a vending machine. I now wander the dungeon. Uh, that manga was just licensed as a digital simulpub from Yen Press. So that's actually going to be coming out digitally this, like as it's being written, basically. So, um, Damn, and since hopefully, it's simulpub, it's going to be coming out here too. Hopefully, as the, it comes the person out. who's drawing it is the directing it because if not, it's going to be like the thing, like how all the older animes when they're coming out, like, uh, was no, it this is just the manga Hunter x Hunter. Yeah, no, this is just the manga. Oh, I thought you said anime. No, oh, okay. No, it's just them as the manga comes out. Oh, okay, that's there cool. it will be coming out here. Mm. So it's, it's, yeah. They get reincarnated as a vending machine. I have nothing more to say about that. I just want that ridiculous statement to exist on its own. I mean, that could be pretty cool. As a vending machine, you can see all kinds of shit. You can see, like, a mugging, someone getting shot. I guess you have a point. You can see, like, good shit, too. Like, oh, some fucking kid fell and some person just, like, picks them up, you know. You can steal people's money. Because they'll could. just put dollars in you, and then yeah. you can just not give them the thing they wanted. Yeah, exactly. They might hit you, but at the end of the day, you have their money. Yeah, they'd be like, this guy looks like a Nazi. I'm not going to give him nutrients today. Yeah, and then he tries to shake you to get the drink that he ordered, and you just fall on him and kill him. Yeah. A surprising number of people a year are murdered by vending machines yeah, so. in that exact way, just like trying to shake the shit out of them either to get something free or because it ate their dollar and they want what they want. And they don't realize that that machine's like 700 pounds. The thing that I don't understand is why are you shaking it back and forth when it's just easier to do left and right? I don't know. People people who die from vending machine shaking, I'm sure, are not the smartest people. Yeah, I, I know. I, I was telling Carlos this and you were there when I was just like when because he wants to buy... What was it that you wanted? The stupid fucking add-on so you can play your Xbox games on your phone. It's yeah. just like, use your controller. And he's like, no, I want this. And she's like... Yeah, he, I believe what he said was, why would I want to bring a controller to play on my phone? But what he's essentially saying is he wants to order a controller for his phone. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't want the Xbox controller. Yeah, he doesn't want to carry because it. Because that's extra, even though it's still extra either way. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to put his his kind of people where it's just like, I'm going to buy shark card money in GTA. And we yeah. just need to put them, put them on a boat and then boat. Just, just push them out. And then just sink that boat. Just wherever they go is wherever they go. Let it be like the no, Dominican because, Republic's problem. No, because then that's pollution. Come on. <laughs> we got to sink them. Sinking em. the boat is still pollution. No, because it We're going to throw them on the boat naked? It feeds the fishes. Fish. The fishes. The plural of fish is fish. It's fishes. Oh, my God. Moving on. Uh, the U.S. VTuber agency V Shoujo is opening worldwide auditions. The deadline to submit is September 30th. Uh, and these are actual worldwide auditions. It's not like it's not like Sony's, you know, Sony's VTuber thing. Yeah. When they were like, we're doing worldwide, you know, auditions, but you have to know Japanese and also live in Japan. So it's like technically not worldwide. Yeah. Uh, this one is. This one is this one is not like requiring you to move. You just do it from where you're at. Uh that is the um V Shoujo sort of started off as like a VTuber agency that was meant to be like a little bit edgier. So you have um 
what is it, Project Melody, which is like the VTuber that has an OnlyFans or something like that. So you can just see like you're 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 asking the wrong guy. You can just see like 3D boobs that aren't like girl boobs. They're like computer boobs. I don't know. The amount of stuff Jacob has sent us of like VTubers and like sexual poses is yeah. just like what what's really the... Jacob is the catalyst for all of us knowing anything about this stuff. Yes, I I, I don't understand it. Just yeah. like I can understand hentai, but I don't understand hentai VTuber stuff. It's just like it feels like it's in that uncanny valley area, yeah. right? Cuz it's like it's, it's not a voice. It's not a real person. Well, but the thing with Project Melody though is like that's that's a real person. But it's not a real per- like what you're seeing is not a real person. But the person who's doing it is a real person. So like when you get into that level of porn, right? There's still so- that is still a human person pretending to get fucked. But they don't actually get fucked. I don't know if they are or not. But but their their con- their body is controlling a fucking model on the computer mm-hmm. so the model's getting fucked that's what it looks like but that means there's an actual human doing all of that stuff essentially motion capturing all of that and that is a weird like uncanny valley area yeah. where you're like at that point just be a person yeah but i feel like a lot of these vtubers who do that like they're they they have like that uh what's it called you, you remember back in the day when we didn't have like tinder and all that shit like where online thing wasn't really the thing where you would be like hey my friend wants to meet you here's her number and then you're like oh cool i have a cellular device but i can't call until nine because that's when it's free so she has her bitch ass has to wait till nine yeah and then you call and then like well this person doesn't sound gross and then you meet them and you're like what the fuck happened (laughs) i feel like people who do vtubers or like that where it's just like if you saw behind the the fucking the the face mask it's just like ugh. i mean it could be that it could also just be people who are like i feel like vtubers should be only for people who can't physically move like they have something that you know they they got in an accident like iron mouse i don't know who that is i believe iron mouse is working with v shoujo one of the vtubers she used to be an opera singer like legitimately like People know who she was beforehand. Mm. And she's even sang on stream before. She's like Puerto Rican or whatever. She sang on stream before and she's very, very good. But I forgot what she has some sort of like medical thing where she has like an oxygen tank with her. Mm. There was actually um Sea Dog, uh, one of the guys who does the uh, uh, the Trash Taste podcast, uh-huh. streams with her frequently. And there was one point where like he heard like a noise that was just like and he sort of made fun of her for it. He was like, what the fuck is that? She got very embarrassed. She was like, I didn't know you could hear that. That's my oxygen tank. <laughs> and his face, he's already white. His face goes even whiter where he's like, oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't mean to make fun of you for that. So, like, somebody like that, I can understand doing the VTuber yeah, thing. Or, because... like, if someone who had a stroke, because you, sometimes yeah. your face gets paralyzed. Yeah. If I can understand the VTubers. Like, I want to do shit, but I'm too embarrassed to, you know, put my face out there because people are just going to make fun of the part of my face that i can't control yeah. i can understand the vtuber like you know copying whatever it sees on whatever side so they can at least feel comfortable streaming because i don't know i feel like if you're an enabled person vtuber just it's kind of like putting an ugly mask on where it's just like they sound cute or they sound handsome but i don't need to actually know what they look like to 
to be aroused. Well, I think most VTubers, just in general, they do it not for themselves. Like, like, or rather, obviously they do it for themselves because they have fun. But like, they're not, they're not themselves. They're playing a character. Yeah. So that's essentially what they're doing is they're writing a character and then they're performing as that character, doing a thing. And for a lot of people, I feel like it's, it's that right that gives them the ability to do stuff that maybe they otherwise wouldn't feel as comfortable doing it's the same thing as like the majority of theater kids who are like oh yeah i want to be in plays i want to be an actor but in reality they just want an excuse to not feel awkward all the time yeah so it's like okay you're the, it's, the, it's a way to help them loosen up the way you're describing it reminds me of that black mirror episode where that mascot gets really really popular and he's like fuck this i'm i'm done selling out and then the company just replaces him. He's like, what the fuck? I made this mascot. It's me. And they're like, nah, bro. We own the mascot. Yeah, we can of. replace you. I mean, technically, that is what that is what VTuber agencies do. Yeah. If you decide you do not want to work with them, uh, you quote unquote graduate, which means you were fired. Damn. Yeah. I don't get why that they use the graduate term. I don't know. But you figure retire would make sense. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's so V Shou- V Shoujo auditions uh, deadline September thirtieth. Uh, Toei is producing an anime film adaptation of Kana Ozawa's Blue Thermal, uh, which is uh, Aonagi College Sports Festival Aviation Club. Uh, so it's a uh, it's gonna be a uh, film anime film um, about a college sports festival aviation club. I don't know too much about it. In Utah, I used to live super up north. Yeah. In this, uh, my town, the the school I went to was called Northridge. Yeah. And it was like down the, the street from the fucking Air Force. Oh, that had to be annoying. It was like fucking literally down the street from the from the Air Force. And Utah's Air Force is the biggest one on the West Coast. Yeah. Um. The uh, what is it? ROTC. Mm-hmm. They their some of their um classes were super advanced. You can actually get. In those fucking piloting pods, mm-hmm. if you want to become a pilot, and I was like, "That's fucking cool." That is fucking cool. I wouldn't want to cut my hair and fucking be an ROTC, but if I did, I'd be an airman because yeah. fuck being a seaman. Yeah, I'd have to imagine it's pretty annoying because, like, even in town, whenever like the Blue Angels come and do their shit. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. That week is fucking annoying because, like, no matter where you are in town, you could be like the fucking opposite of the town from like the where they do the the fucking air show from and all you hear is like it it's it just sounds like thunder all the fucking time it is scary and it wasn't until like i went back to utah for a little bit where it's just like your airplanes are always going up over where i used to live so much so that your brain tunes it out yeah like you actually have to pay attention to like hear it because other than that you won't hear it and it's just like there's planes always flying above us but we don't hear it because we're just tuning it out and it's just like that's scary that our brains can do that shit how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom director takashi watanabe wrote on twitter uh on august 17th stating that at least one animation studio has been locked down due to a covid19 outbreak uh he did state that there was sort of an implicit gag order on the information so no one's super talking about it but uh one animator did corroborate that they know of at least five studios where uh, either multiple employees have come down with COVID-19 or the studio has just shut down outright. One of the things that Watanabe said was it's dangerous waters to not notify the public about this ahead of time because um, the companies are kind of putting 
maybe not explicitly, but kind of implicitly putting the the um, responsibility on the animators themselves because most of the animators are freelancers. So they're saying, hey, we're not going to shut anything down. It's your fault if you come to work sick. But you're also talking about holding somebody's livelihood over them. You know, this is what they do to make sure that they can pay their bills. If they have to, of course, that's what they're, they're going to choose to go to work and, and rather than rather than not have the money to take care of themselves. But I think that's just how everywhere so far that I'm so aware far, yeah. does because at our work, they just tell us there was a positive case. They don't say who it is because they're not supposed to but yeah. at least like we're, what we do is just like hey make sure you clean that room extra good mm -hmm. at least like kind of like a tip of a hat being like oh, okay so it's someone in here mm -hmm. let me make sure that mm -hmm. i'm following the procedures like i'm like i'm doing just to make sure you know i don't get sick because what i've noticed with the emails is if it's a student they will say a student blah 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 mm -hmm. but sometimes you get emails that just say someone yeah and my brain goes that had to be somebody in administration yes or a teacher or mm -hmm. something and because then, they didn't say a student they yeah. said somebody and it's really shitty which is like i can understand them wanting to keep it secret but to me it's just like why well i think the reason why they keep it a secret is because they have to i think it's like a hipaa thing yeah and you're I'm not, not you're not able to disclose somebody else's medical information without them giving the okay on it yeah but regardless you know with, with these studios if there's enough people that people are starting to notice should shut down. Yeah. Because, like, at the end of the day, this animation work, yes, it works way better if you're all in one building and you can all talk to each other and you can all directly send things over. However, it can still work slower, but it can still work everybody doing it from home. Yep. Even if they have to take some of the computers home for work, it's not like they're going to mess them up. They need that for their job. And they would presumably be held liable for anything that happens to those computers. Probably get their pay docked if anything fucks up or anything like that. But do it from home. It's, yeah. just, it's almost everything that we do nowadays, especially in, in arts, in media, digital. So just go home, draw your pictures there, send them to the next guy, shoot him an email, share a drive, something like that. And yeah, a lot of these animes are going to have to be delayed. They're going to have to be delayed six months. They're going to have to be delayed a year, maybe even longer, depending on the stage of development they're in. But most people would rather that happen than the studios outright shutting down and, you know, presumably that having to happen to even more projects. Yeah. Because studios aren't handling one anime at a time. They're handling, you know, three to ten, depending on the size. So just, you know, it, it was like what uh, Takashi Watanabe was saying that um, they need to they need to do something about it. Because, like, what else are they waiting for? Are they just waiting for people to die one by one before they decide to make a, a move there? So this is just my thing on it is I feel like if you can do the work from home, there's no excuse not to. Yeah. I understand that, like, in Japan, there's a, um, like a, a value culturally placed on, like, being inside of your job. Because I know, like, some places they, don't, they will, like, stay longer even if they're not doing work. Just so yeah. people will pop into the office and be like, wow, you're still here. That's, you know, great worker. Mm-hmm. Today, we have three animes. We have Girlfriend, Girlfriend. We have uh, The Great J, He Will Not Be Defeated. And mm -hmm. we have Peach Boy, Riverside. Yes. Starting with Girlfriend, Girlfriend. I disliked it right I, off the bat. I liked it immediately, right off the bat. However, this is one of those things where if somebody tells me they don't like it, I'm like, I get it. Yeah, it was giving me like hardcore flashbacks when I was in middle school and early high school where 
people were just getting in a relationship and it's like don't go cheating on me as a joke and the person over here is like why the fuck would you ever say that i would never do that to you my love for you is eternal i will walk to the ends of the earth and the fucking moon if i have to get you this fucking shoe because i love you so much and it's like i just met you yeah they overextend yes a lot and i fucking Uh, hate that that. happens in this anime this uh, the reason why i say that i can understand when people don't like it like if people do not like this one is because a lot of the humor a lot of the punchlines are are based off of like really how awkward the situation is mm-hmm. and i know a lot of people didn't like girl uh, didn't like um rent a girlfriend mm-hmm. for that specific reason and a lot of people don't like uh konosuba for that specific reason there are a lot of jokes where like the point is that you're supposed to feel uncomfortable and not everybody is comfortable feeling uncomfortable they don't find an enjoyment in that so if somebody tells me they don't like this one i get it however I am one of the people that likes that kind of thing. Uh, the plot of this revolves around uh, a dude who's dating this girl that he's known since he was like a little kid. She, He's been asking her out every year since they were children and she finally said yes. And he's over the moon about it. And then a month later, another girl comes up to him on the roof and is like, I'm in love with you. Can I be your girlfriend? And he's like, you know what? You're pretty hot. You make good food. Let me come with me to ask my current girlfriend if I can also have a second girlfriend. Yeah. And the thing that I think made me like it the most, right, is like you hear this plot and then you're like, okay, this is going to go to shit like really badly. And it sort of starts doing that in the first episode because they both go up to the girlfriend and he doesn't outright ask her immediately. He just sort of is like, hey here's this girl this this girl that's you know going to our school i wanted to ask you something about her and then his current girlfriend his first girlfriend is like how am i supposed to answer anything if i don't know who this girl is let's go hang out let's go do you know we're gonna go karaoke bunch of other stuff they spent a whole night together and she's like this girl's just the best and then at the end of it he's like yeah so about this girl being the best what if we made this a three-way situation (laughs) and she's not into it And she's like, why the hell is this girl even into it? And this girl's like, hey, he won't leave you. This is my only option to be with him is if is if we're all in this together. And uh, they kind of force her to cave in. Like in that first episode, she doesn't that conversation. At no point does she get to a point where she's like, yeah, I see where you're coming from. They just kind of berate her until she's like, fuck it. Fine. We'll try it for like a day or two. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, by the second episode, uh, you find out that maybe she's going to be a little bit more into it because she's definitely pretty fucking gay because like that is very much the scenario that this this anime portrays right is like yeah. you can totally have a third or you can totally have a second girlfriend as long as a certain number of criteria are met one the second girlfriend is incredibly useful incredibly friendly the first girlfriend is a closet bisexual and also that that second girlfriend is exactly that first girlfriend's type yeah because so much of the like, I think one of the like the little things that like really threw me off guard, and now I don't even understand why it was throwing me off guard is the length of their skirts. What about them? They were super short. Like when the first girl, like they're like having lunch, and she's sitting there, and even like the the, the so the second girlfriend when she gives him lunch is sitting there eating, or when they're just eating in general, yeah. their ass cheeks are just straight up touching, like, pavement, chairs, like, anything like that, and I don't know why it fucking distracted me so much. It's just, like, I've sat on a couch bare ass before, yeah. and that's uncomfortable. I, I it, just, it just, like, really caught me off guard, just, like, Sal, her cheeks are cold. That's a thing that some girls do in real life yeah. for comfort. 
It's so weird to me. Because and, and the thing is, I get it right. It, if like, you're wearing, it just it, catches me. It just caught me off guard. I was like, why did I notice that? And then I just could not unnotice her. Just like their ass cheeks yeah. everywhere. Just being like, I'm surprised no one just puts like ink and just like, hey, I have that ass would be cheek of funny. girl one 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 two. Do you have one one three? I'll trade you one one six. That's a little bit. Cre- you yeah. went to creepy part. I was thinking it would be funny but because just you could, like the you could prank of- a friend by putting like ink down and being like, eh, you ruined your pants. You, but you're straight like, up nah. like, no, let me sell it, imprints of girls' ass cheeks. It's just the fact that it's just like straight ass cheeks to chairs and like, and that, I think. There's a, there's a, there's a reason why. I think why. it's because of COVID, like, you know, like, oh, services. Yeah. And yeah. I just like, yeah, I you, think that's. You're the, now more, especially the job that we do, you're yeah. now more like aware of like what needs to be done to clean. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, all I was just thinking is like, how is her butt cheeks not cold? There's a reason why some girls actually do this. And it, it entirely depends on skirt length. Because if you have like a church skirt that goes like past your knees, you're just going to sit on the skirt. Mm-hmm. That's comfortable. But like when you go into a seated position, if you're wearing something like a skirt mm-hmm. or a dress, that back end is going to be at a different angle than the front. Yeah, I was just so thinking. So if you're sitting on, if it's like a, depending on where the skirt rests, it can rest in like an area where you're like, you're you're already kind of touching ass cheek just normally if you sit on it normally so some girls will just kind of like poke it up because like it's it's more comfortable and you're not sitting on that weird little bit of fabric or bunching yeah. it up in any weird way but yeah that's that's like a thing the thing that i thought was um or the thing that's sort of keeping me interested in this anime is that like again his first girlfriend is definitely definitely bisexual 100% they don't make it subtle at all because every time they go into like this is you know kind of a pervy anime but every time they do it it's always her misinterpreting the situation because she's always assuming that the boyfriend is going to be trying some shit or there's a certain point where uh, he's hoisting the second girlfriend up into a window and he's just genuinely trying to be like hey do you got it but as soon as he like looks up to talk to her the first girlfriend smacks him and it's like don't look at her panties and he's just kind of like i wasn't but you know that she's saying that because that's what she's doing. Yeah. And there are so many parts, too, where, like, she's thinking about the other girl and getting mad about, like, oh, he probably looks this about her, blah, blah, blah. And then he just goes in. She just goes into talking about, like, how pretty she is and her big boobs and all this stuff. And it's yeah, like, I think okay, that was one thing that did make you me being laugh into it. is how angry they would get. Cause yeah. The way they would fight is very physical. It's very similar to, like, the way I've talked, like, I talked to you guys or the way I talk to my girlfriend, where she's yeah. like, I'm not really arguing with you. I'm just slightly raising my voice or just mm-hmm. saying things in a weird way. And it's just the entire time, I was just like, that. that's just how I talk to people mm-hmm. sometimes. It just, that's all I was thinking, too. It's just like, are they monitoring me? What the fuck's <laughs> going on? One of the things I do like, though, is like the way that the, the first girlfriend and the main dude get along. And side note, one of my gripes about this anime is that one of the girlfriends and the main dude both have names that start with N-A, so I, I get them confused. I think one's like Naoto and one's like Na something or other. I was just going off by hair color because isn't the second one a blue hair? Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean like when, when the girlfriend's talking about like one of them, I have to wait for like the visual representation of them to be like, okay, she's talking about the boyfriend mm. because I'm like, fuck, which one is she referring to? But um, fuck, what was I talking about? Anyway, fuck it. I forgot. With this one... Oh, right, yeah. The way that the main dude and the first girlfriend get along, it's obviously it's a very exaggerated thing. 
But the thing that I like about it is like some of the some of the punchlines are just like how again she's trying to hide the fact that like she also definitely likes this girl but she'll overcorrect by a throwing everything on the boyfriend and then also getting like actually violent with him there's a certain point where he kind of like he feels bad for the girl because they're pretending like they don't know each other and he's like i'm just gonna tell people i'm just gonna tell people because she looks sad and then the first girlfriend just like punches him in the face a couple times and then <laughs> suplexes him and he's yeah. clearly knocked out and she like drags him out of the room just like oh you know and everybody responds as if this is like a weekly thing yeah just like yeah she knocked him out again and it's like those little things too that i really fucking love but um overall i like it i do not i'm gonna continue watching it i will there, not there are eight episodes out so far and I'm probably going to continue watching it when I get home. Yeah, um, I, I'm a big I, fan. I did not, I'm not going to finish it at all. It has a very awkward first episode in that, like, they try very much to throw in, like, as much information as they can to get to the plot, to get to, yeah. like, this is how it continues. Uh, but, like, within, like, 90 seconds, like, and I get it. It's that thing in writing, right, where it's, like, if if you, an adult, if you can get an adult to buy one thing, they'll accept everything else. It's like with Star Trek, right? Well, how does faster-than-light travel work? It works because they have dilithium crystals. Sure. Okay, I've gotten an answer. They don't They don't then ask, what the fuck is a dilithium crystal? Yeah. Because, like, realistically speaking, lithium is a thing we have. Two lithium shouldn't do anything for lightspeed travel. But you throw in a science sounding thingy, you're like, and here's the answer to your first question. And then you don't need to explain anything else. The, the first episode does that, but with, like, 10 different things in a row where it's like, well, why would she be fine with that? Because of this. And then and then you continue on. Well, what, how, because it's like you get told that this girl likes him. And then you're like, well, why? When did, she straight up like, I didn't go to school for a long time. How does she fucking interact with him in the first place? Yeah. And they do kind of show you like a little flat, I think it's like the third episode, a little flashback of her beforehand. Mm. Just sort of seeing him in the hallway. Yeah. And that's your answer. That's how. And so you're just like, okay. And then from there, he gets his girlfriend to agree to it. And then you're kind of just like, why? And then the girlfriend's like, she has big boobs, whatever, fuck it. And then from there, they're like, also, let's all move in together. And also, my parents aren't home. And then also, and at no point do you really stop and go like, who the fuck would let their kid do that? Right. Where the fuck are the parents? I mean, If they're not there, is he is he paying for the, the apartment? Like, what the fuck? There are so many things that are just like, none of this makes sense. But they've already answered the first one. So you're just kind of like. Fuck it. I'm in it. All right. Fine. Yeah. I know my dad would be like that. Like, I'm pretty sure if my, if when I lived in Utah, I might be, it was just me and my dad. I, I would be having, I would, I would have like a couple kids by this point for reals. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. In Utah. You do not wear condoms. Yes, I do. What the fuck? You do not. Yes, I've heard I do. you. I've heard you before. You're always talking about not using rubber. Not even. About your pullout game. Yeah. Now. Because I've been with the same girl for almost six years. I'm just saying, nobody talks about their pullout game and then it's also like, but I also wear a condom just in case. I do. Really? Yeah. If You're it's, responsible. If it's a girl that I don't know, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just talking I don't about want an STD. What the fuck? I'm just talking about in general. I don't want an, I don't want an STD. Probably already have one. No. Like, it takes like 40% of the adult population has HPV. I don't get herpes. That's not... That's not herpes. Oh, I don't know what that is. Which means you might have it if you don't even know what it is. That just assumes it was herpes. Oh, no. And also, most people get herpes, like 90%, because, like, mm. cold sores, herpes. 
the weird warts people get on their hands when they touch toads. Herpes. I don't know if they actually get it when they touch toads. I know that that's like the myth. Yeah. Like, don't touch a toad because you'll get warts. I'm sure that it's probably like um like a histamine reaction. The thingy that makes your skin itchy when you have an allergic reaction. But stuff like that, that's herpes. Most people get herpes. Yeah, I'm say, I've never had a cold. I've never had. It's a specific kind of I've herpes. I've never had warts on my hands. That like makes that like makes your skin burn in the genital area that you don't want to get. But as far as herpes in general, <sighs> most people get herpes also. Yeah, I don't have any of that. It's the kind of symptom. Even if you get like the sores in your mouth, I think that technically also counts as herpes. Yeah, I only ever get those when I bite my lip by accident. Oh, I, I like, think I know. Like I've I've actually been like, ow. I, yeah, I know some people get them when they just like people who just have like horrible dental hygiene, like the bacterial. So I guess mm-hmm. it's like a bacterial infection or something like that will cause it. But that has something to do with herpes. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, anyway, personally, I would recommend this anime only if only if you are already a fan of something like Rent a Girlfriend. Yeah. Or I don't Konosuba. Think Konosuba. The reason why I say Konosuba is again because the. The the actual plot might not be similar, but a lot of those, like, the joke is that you feel very awkward right now. Konosuba does that. This one does that as well. I feel like if you like Konosuba, maybe you won't definitely like this one. Yeah, I don't But think you'll so. at least be able to appreciate, I guess, where the jokes are coming from. Like, I think the only thing Konosuba has similar is combatants will be dispatched. Like that's what well, like, yeah, but that's literally the same people. Yeah, same people. That's literally the same but people like, making rent it. Rent a girlfriend and Konosuba is like trying to compare like I don't know fucking Dragon Ball to to One Piece, where it's just like uh, I guess they're they're in the same ballpark, but not the same thing. I mean, I would compare it to Konosuba for the same reason that I would compare it to The Office. The jokes are often in how awkward the situation is. They're not, you know, well, how did the chicken cross the road kind of jokes. They're just like, wow, everyone's real quiet right now, aren't they? This is a weird situation to be in, huh? Like, if that's a kind of humor you will tolerate at the very least, or that you actively like, this is more going to be in your ballpark. That's the kind of humor than if you're into something like, I don't know, Family Guy or yeah. The Simpsons, where the joke is a punchline that is written, where like the scene is written around a punchline versus like the scene is written around something that would actually probably be like mildly traumatic for somebody in that actual situation. Or, you know, the time you spilled beans on the office floor and you're like, fuck, all my beans are gone. <laughs> There's beans in the carpet now. So. Moving on to the great J.K. would not be defeated. Yes. an anime that I thought was going to be similar to Don't Miss With Me, Miss Nagatago, and it is not... Nagatoro. Oh, did I say something bad? No. No, you just said Nagatago. Okay, that's fine. You didn't make the bad mistake. You made an acceptable mistake. Yeah. Uh, This anime is an anime that I would... I would recommend this anime if you have a boss that likes anime and they're kind of a piece of shit because this one is definitely... It is the the good part of anime and the bad part of anime. The bad part of anime being be like some of the characters are kind of sexy and it's just like big titties, not in your face, but they're still big titties. I wouldn't consider that the bad part. It's the bad part to most people. Most people, when they look at anime and they see big titties, they're like, "Oh, you're some kind of pervert, huh?" I mean, I, I and guess then, I get it. And then the the good part of it is this anime is like teaching you. To be humble. moral to it. Yeah, don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, if you have power, don't abuse it. If you see some birds on the ground, put them in the nest. Yeah. Again. Even you might you, find a red jewel. Who even knows? Even though you shouldn't do that in real life because you 
If the bird didn't die when it fell off the nest, it will definitely die if you touch it. No, it won't. Yeah, it will. Why do you think that? Because birds have like this weird sense of smell. If I, That's if a I, myth. Dude, I don't know. That's a myth. I don't the, think so. The idea that you're not supposed to touch an animal's babies because then the animal will not want it anymore, that's not real. That's, if a that's... bird falls on the ground, you can put it back in the nest and it will not be like killed or anything. I don't think so. That's that's a fact. I don't think that's how the Lion Kingdom works. <laughs> but no, no, that's 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 a myth. Yeah, you are this, categorically wrong on that. The, this anime is about a the second in command of the super meta dark realm. Dark realm. She gets. She doesn't even get one shot. the The person that comes and fucks up her day ignores her completely, which mm-hmm. is a terrible design fall. Like, if you get power from this mana crystal, why would you have it behind you? And even if you had it behind you, why would you have it behind you, like, Exposed. behind a curtain? <laughs> yeah. So this random person just comes and bitch slaps the fucking jewel, and everyone else in the dark realm just gets sent to Earth. Yeah, the whole thing, the whole like dark realm gets destroyed, and for yeah, for some reason people pop up on Earth because we also see in the second episode, the uh, um like her, one like, of her her maids yeah popping up and being way more successful than her yeah and, and I don't even know how to describe this anime other than it just teaches you don't be a piece of shit cause... yeah it's it's basically uh yeah this girl this leader gets transported to Earth which is just a completely different world where people don't fall over her to try to win her favor yeah she has to get a job she has to pay rent mm-hmm. um there's also the little you know the little plot hook that for some reason she's in like a child's body yeah which i've seen some people on the internet have some theories about that i don't know if i don't i don't know if i can confirm them or not because i you know i didn't check out the source material or anything so maybe maybe not but i guess the the childlike body that she's in is what she's normally supposed to look like like that's just what the kind of thing that she is looks like Mm -hmm. but she just uses the power of like the mana crystal to look like a super tall lady with big old boobies yeah um but she doesn't have that in the real world well i mean she does she has a mana crystal where she can choose to she usually only does when she has her shift at the izakaya which at first it looks like it's only like a like a four hour shift until the second episode when she gets the bigger rock and it's just yeah then she she goes full she goes full force and she does eight hours but she explicitly says that though because in the first one it seems like she's been working like part-time for maybe like a, a couple weeks or something but like halfway through her shift the mana always runs out and she turns into the little kid and then she has to dip out so the boss mm-hmm. doesn't see her and then the boss sees her and then is like yeah i'm fine with this yeah that's whatever the boss lady has big ass titties big ass titties actually she has the biggest titties actually, in the almost show. everybody in the show has big ass titties no not the landlady she's the only one that's an yeah. adult that doesn't because like yeah jay when she's in like the little kid body obviously doesn't yeah, obviously. she's in a little kid body yeah, she's a kid. but her like quote-unquote like normal form does mm-hmm. so i think her the landlady maid does yeah the maid does as well but not, i mean also not like, as big as the boss though the boss yeah. has big ass titties if you're gonna draw some titties why don't you draw some big ass titties like i understand that from like from like our personal perspective i like big titties eh. but then you have weirdos like jacob who are like i like small titties See, I'm very much like a, I don't, practically speaking, it's not like a, it doesn't really change my opinion of a person, you know? It doesn't make them weigh one way or the other in my head. If it's a real person, I don't give a shit. But if I'm drawing some titties, I might as well make them big. Yeah. 
Yeah, if it's like a real person, I don't care. But yeah, yeah. when it's like a game character or a fucking anime, and it's just like, just give them some big ass titties. Who cares? Like, why are they? Who cares big? if it doesn't look realistic? That's the point of art. It's not real. Yeah. I don't. I don't get that idea of like, yeah, they've got to look real. I don't want them to look real. It's yeah. for the cartoons. Mm-hmm. If I want to be real. I'd get a film camera and film yeah, some be people. Like, I'll just watch a telenovela. Yeah, let's watch but, a BBC documentary or something. But overall, this uh, anime I was looking forward to because again, I thought it was giving off a certain kind of vibes. Does not give Nagatoro. off. Tola. Yeah, does not give. Are you vibes. avoiding that word in case you accidentally pronounce it wrong? No. Oh, okay. Just doesn't. It doesn't do it for me. I don't. I don't think I'm a piece of shit human. I feel like yeah. I'm very okay. Yeah. So I don't get the, I don't need the lessons like some people do. Yeah, this one for me, like, I like it. I don't know if I like it enough that I'm going to continue watching it. No, though. I'm not. Uh, it's it's one that I like enough that I would recommend to people, but I would recommend it as in like, a, you know, check out an episode or two. See if, if it's something you like, you know, keep watching it. I like, you know, it's pretty good. Yeah, I would recommend you, you want, this. You want something you, in the background, you know? If you just want a new anime to watch and yeah. you, know, you want to try something new. But to be honest, it is kind of like middle of the road in most aspects. It's not it's not particularly violent, but there's kind of violence. Yeah. It's not particularly sexual, but there is some. Uh, it, it's kind of in the middle everywhere. So, yeah. like. I would recommend it just as like like some parts are funny yeah. like when she's when she's putting back the bird yeah and then she gets the fucking the jewel and she's like fuck I'm not gonna go out like this and then Lanny's like what the fuck are you doing yeah and then she's does she's behind her house this whole time yeah she like that's when you realize like she made like a big circle yeah when she went into the forest yeah there are some parts in it that are like legitimately funny but like overall it is just kind of like a, yeah. a pretty okay show yeah this is a Definitely, eh? Yeah, eh. Yeah. I would recommend it to somebody if I didn't know their specific taste. Yeah, like I like a six out of ten. Yeah, same. Moving on to the one that I liked the most was I almost said Sunny Boy, and it's not the Sunny Boy. No. It's Peach Peach Boy Riverside. Yeah, Peach Cobbler Riverside. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna get this out of the way at the beginning. This is the one I like the least. I like this one the most, even though I thought I was. Rated, I started the episode, and the episode starts, but I feel like. I feel like I skipped the intro because it just kind of starts. Yep. And I'm like, did, did I miss something? Am I up on a Like, I even checked to make sure I was not on episode two because yeah. she kind of meets this bunny girl and she's just wandering. Like, she she brings up that she's not like, a princess anymore. It opens and it, on the intro or it opens on like episode the, two. But like the first thing you see in the episode is that encounter. Yeah. And it's, I feel like, is this an episode two? Because again, I checked and I was like, did I fuck up and put on episode two? And it's like, no, that's just how, how it starts. That's my only complaint is, is you you missed the intro. You missed like the reason this girl is out there. Like you I mean, get I'm sure some as of, it goes on, they're gonna like they're you gonna do go get some, some flashbacks where it's like I'm looking for a swordsman with long hair, and you see her like running mm-hmm. after the swordsman. But that that's it. You don't find like I don't know if her her country got fucking nuked. I don't know if. Her dad sold her out to slaves. I think because I of what because of what we see, which is you know they're going against these ogres and they're clearly able to like flatten towns pretty quickly. I think the reason why she's like I was a princess, but not anymore. Yeah, is probably because whatever she was the princess of does not exist anymore. Yeah, and then she meets this bunny girl. Yeah, who's a demi human. Yes, and they're like hybrid people, so mm-hmm. they're like they're. Half they're, animal, half people. They're animomorphic animals. Anthropomorphic. There we go. 
Yes, they're anthropomorphic animals. So they just, they look like an animal, but they walk like a human. Mm-hmm. And, and they have like fingers and toes. Yeah. And they just fuck shit up. I was surprised in the violence. That's one thing. The style sort of betrays the yes, uh, the, the intensity of the, the violence. The picture you sent me, I thought this was going to be, a, I, the, all the ones that you po- chose this time, other it than the, the Jakey one, yeah. was like, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to watch these. So when I put this one on, and it like starts going, and I was like, ah, oh, fucking furry shit. Because the bunny girl, I was like, I don't even want to imagine how much shit is already drawn for this girl. Mm-hmm. And then the violence starts, and it's like, oh, shit. And it does come out of nowhere. Because, yeah. like, an ogre bursts into town. After, like, they shoot a laser into the into the kingdom. And he, he walks through the wall, and he's, like, trying to square up to this bunny and this girl. The mm-hmm. bunny tries to kick its ass, dies. Well, it kills a bunch of, like, random guards. Yeah, it kills and a bunch it, of random and guards. And it caught me off guard. He's just walking in. He just, like, claps yeah. a dude, and then, like, he's, he's just, just got legs, legs left yeah. and his blood <laughs> spurting up. Yeah, he's just legs, and I was just like, oh, shit, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the main girl chops off his arm, and he's just, like, hella bleeding out of his stump. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, this is what we're getting into. Yeah, like the bunny girl tries to fuck him up and she she can't do it. Mm-hmm. She should have used a hammer. Mm-hmm. So basically, the whole thing revolves around it. Yeah, like you were saying, a girl going after this dude who is supposed to be Momotaro, which is the Peach Boy, it's a Japanese legend about a little kid who shows up in like a little peach basket mm. and um, has some sort of powers and then goes and fights demons. Yeah, in this, it's ogres. They call them ogres, but so far they just look like. The first one was like a chicken, like a rooster with like some Yeah, horn. but with horns, and the horns yeah. make it an ogre. Yeah, and that's what I'm And then say. there's like a human with a horn, yeah. makes it an ogre. And then there's what looks like an actual fucking ogre. Uh-huh. It's got a horn that makes him an ogre. But um, but then you find out that this girl, you know, Momotaro was not the only peach child. There were multiple, and this girl's one of them. Mm-hmm, the and, main girl. Yeah, and that's why she's got this hate boner against ogres. Yeah, and the way that you know that they're a peach person is because they have hearts in their eyes, but it's upside down. It's it's, it's a peach in their eyes. Oh, is it a peach? I thought it was an upside down heart. It's a peach. I was like, that's a weird design to that's go with the an symbol upside for down the, for heart. The peach. Damn, this whole which time. to me just looks like ass cheeks to me every time I see it, <laughs> because I'm just used to people using the yeah, peach emoji. So yeah. my brain is just like ass. I just thought heart upside down. I mean, that, that is kind of what it looks like. My problem with this one. Is sort of what you mentioned in the, you yeah, know, about it, about the it first episode. Just starts. It's not even that. It's like if I had a problem with how quickly they burned through things in episode one of Girlfriend, Girlfriend. This one does it way worse. They're just like fucking force feeding you a bunch of info. Yep. Because it's like used to be a princess. She's not a princess anymore. A uh, rabbit, not a rabbit. Rabbit person. Rabbit people are bad though. No, actually, all animal people are yeah, bad. Are They're bad. almost as bad as monsters. Everybody fucking hates them. Except for this one because this one said thank you and mm-hmm. helped kill an ogre. So now they're fine except the next time they run into people they're not fine anymore because everybody just hates these things because you're, there's implied that there was some sort of like conflict with them in the past or maybe there's occasional like skirmishes with them and you sh- obviously she kicked that big old rooster ogre's ass like immediately. Yeah. So, okay, they have a great amount of power. But then like what's the power difference between that ogre and the other ogre? Because she kicked that other ogre in the face and he didn't even respond. No. And so like there's just like like a bunch of shit. This is like a 20-minute episode maybe. Mm-hmm. And like so many things happen back to back to back that 
to me, it just kind of felt like just just this info dump of like, yeah. here's this and here's this and here's this and here's this and here's this. And at no point am I given room to just like, A, accept anything that's happened and B, breathe, which you do. If you're going to feed your audience a lot of information, you you then need to he- to like give them time to register all of that. Mm-hmm. If you're like, I was the princess of a kingdom and blah, blah, blah. You may not have to give away that the kingdom doesn't exist anymore. But why is it important that you're a princess to me right now? Yeah. Because that's a thing that you're told in writing is that anytime you update somebody with information, it has to be a substantial update. Because otherwise, that's exposition for exposition's sake. That's just filling time. Um, It's similar to like Chekhov's gun. You don't introduce something unless you're going to use it. If you're going to give that information, she was a princess. Why is it important to me right now? Mm. I understand that you're giving me that information because it might be important to me in the future. But why is it important to me right now? And they they don't go over that at all within the first three episodes. You're kind of given a hint that like, okay, now that we've seen what these ogres do and the fact that she hates them, maybe... That's why she doesn't. It doesn't exist anymore. But then also, you still don't understand why it's important that she was the princess. Yeah. Rather than like the only the only relation I can give to it is fucking Princess Leia. Because like in that case, you're told she's a princess, but immediately you're told, and it's important because she's also a senator, and also her planet blew up because of these guys, and that's why. And that's all within like that first part of the movie. So you're like, okay, now I know why it's important that she was the princess of this planet with this one you're just kind of given like here's princess here's demi humans and then like you're told demi humans exist and also people hate them and yeah. you kind of get that implication that like okay they're very strong people don't like them for some reason but then mm. throughout the whole thing it's not explained so it's just a lot of like i guess loose threads yeah that kind of like made me like ah, i don't know if i care yeah the, the that's my only complaint is the first part feels like they missed the intro like yeah Feel like, and I feel like you're right. If if there was an episode before that mm-hmm. that set up what happens there, a lot of the complaints that I have right now probably wouldn't exist. Exactly. Yeah, because that, that's my only complaint. Which is like, I felt like I was halfway in through an episode yeah. or episode two. This kind of blindsided you a little bit. But overall, it's good. It has a, the action. Like you end up finding the action out is cool. that the the long haired swordsman that she was looking for is a chick, and she just fucking murders this child that like used her laser eye. To make a hole in the wall. It's not a girl. Yeah. Momotaro? The, well, I don't know if it's Momotaro, but the long-haired person that The swordsman. Shows, yeah, that shows up to- That was a dude. Pretty sure it was a girl. Pretty sure it was a dude. Maybe it was a good girl. Dude. I'm pretty sure it was Momotaro, the dude. I don't know. I just assumed he had long hair. I'd, I'm pretty sure it was a girl. Like, I'm- I want to say, like, he even sounded like a girl. With anime, that doesn't really- Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's where I'm fucking up, but- I mean, Inuyasha was voiced by a woman, so... Yeah, anyways, he fucking bodies this girl, but she's she's like a, like you said, like an ogre, but she has like a weird thing where when she uses her fucking ion cannon eye, she reverts to like a child. Yeah. And he has no problem... For 10 minutes. Yeah, he has no problem fucking destroying this, because she uses an ability, so she turns into a child again, and he's like... Blah 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 blah. Stab, and she's dead. And I was well, like, he oh, does a, fuck. He does a thing where he approaches her by a tree, and he's like, "I know that this is not your full form. You blasted that cannon through that kingdom. Yeah. So, uh, how long does it take for you to get back to normal?" And she's like, 10 minutes." And he's like, "Let's talk for ten minutes then." Yeah. And then you know, they, there's there's a little bit of explanation as to why ogres do what they do, and I guess it's just because humans use resources and 
environment yeah. and blah blah yeah, blah blah blah. The ogres are very Captain Planet. They're like, yeah, it was kind of weird. You guys take everything to build your shitty towns, and like, then it dies. I get, I get where they're coming from, right? Because they're trying to give a reason for why these people do this thing. But it seems weird because, like, at first, it comes off as like a. And you, the viewer, are a bad person yeah. for participating. But also, the person talking is just unequivocally the bad guy. Yeah. So it seems weird to have them be the ones mm-hmm. to, to deliver that. Um, but also, the thing that uh, kind of bothered me about that is also just kind of like, who gives a fuck? Mm. Like, that's weird. It's a, it's a, it's just, it, I don't know, to me, it kind of seemed like an eh reasoning. Like, they were just like, well, we have to give them a reason. They didn't have to. They could have just been like, we hate people. Yeah. And they could have They could have hinted at some sort of, you know, clash they had before. Or it, it could have even been like, a well, humans saw them and thought they were, you know, a threat. And then that started a whole thing, you know, yeah. whatever. But, um, but, yeah, he waits for her to get back to full form. And they kind of fight a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And then he's like. Your cannon blast. Use it on me. And she's like, nah. And then he he like stabs himself in the foot to like like threw his foot into the mm-hmm. ground to keep him stuck there. And he's like, I can't move. Do it. <laughs> and he does it purely just to show that like it's not gonna fucking matter. Yeah. Because he gets he full on takes this this fucking laser that flattened a town, and he's just standing there at the end. And he's like, aha. <laughs> fuck you that did nothing to me she's a child he walks over to her stabs her in the fucking head yeah and she's just dead she's and so says, okay. dead as fuck okay that was pretty cool and then like the gator guy well like actually said, he... she's not dead but that's what they make it look like yeah because the gator guy that comes in yeah he, he loses an arm and then he gets like a really bad scratch uh-huh across his stomach and it's just like damn dude you got a lot of guts mm-hmm. and then yeah that's when you find out that they have the upside down heart and because he does a comic comic ha and mm-hmm. everything around the main character is dead except for anything her and behind her because that's yeah. what the bunny girl is yeah but overall i like this one this is the one that i'm definitely gonna keep up with because so far the action was just like yeah the thing that did interest me about it and the reason why maybe i'll keep up i don't know it depends on what you tell me um, is is that little thing, right? What I mentioned, where you're like, ah, you find out that, or they make it look like she's dead. What you do find out is that he didn't kill her. He stabbed his sword into her eye to pull her eye out and then cut off her horn. And now she's no longer, she's still technically an ogre, but she can integrate into human society. So mm. it seems like his angle is like, I'm going to destroy the ogres, not necessarily by murdering all of them though, but by making them, by giving them an opportunity to not be ogres. Yeah. Because she does just wake up in a jail cell, mm. essentially human. She's still got like the elf ears and whatever, but like she can, she can pass. Yeah. And they straight up tell her like, don't even fucking mention that because you have no power now and, and they will stomp the fuck out of you. <laughs> and then for some reason, she's just like, yeah, okay, I guess I guess I'm rolling with you now. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Got Pokemon battle rules. Yeah. I give this one as of right now like a like a fucking seven. I give this one a good five. If it if it had an intro, it would be an eight, but it doesn't have an intro. If it had an intro, it might depending on how that intro was, might be a yeah. six or a seven for me. But obviously when one out of the three episodes we've seen to me is like distractingly bad for me, then 
the best I can do is give it like a 66%. Yeah. Which is like a five, yeah. six, huh. you know? It's, I guess a six, technically. Because mm-hmm. two and three were good episodes, but that first one was rough. Yeah, you mean three and two. You said one and three. I said two and three. Oh, did you? Yeah. I don't know why you said one. But overall, that's that's the end of the episode. You can follow us at knockamapodcast.com. Knockamapod.com. God damn. Uh, unfortunately, knockamapodcast.com. They wanted they wanted me to pay them fourteen hundred bucks for that for that website. No, no, knockamapod is so fucking. It's like you you're missing just one I know, more part. I know, I know. But do you want to pay fourteen hundred dollars? Why can't we be podcasts? I don't know. Podcasts. Yeah, that's weird. There's only one. I, I don't know. Anyways, you can follow us there, or you can follow us on Instagram because we have link trees and that shows yeah, you everything. Got all else, that. Social. You can find you can find all of our uh, podcast socials on our website. You can find links to uh, all of Salad Bites Media's uh, other great podcasts, uh, and you can also find our personal, you know, some of our personal social medias there on that website as well under the the uh, the little staff. Uh, window in that little hamburger menu. Yes. But until next time, thank you guys for listening. Yep. Bye.